What's up, witches? I'm Taylor. And I'm Amber. And, and this, this is Waking Up, up the witch. witch. We're your neighborhood witches. Each week, we talk about all things witchy and connect with other humans in a storytelling format about navigating life on this floating rock. We're two curious ladies trying to understand the human experience, but while we do that, we think it's important to honor the people that lived here before us and honor the cultures and traditions that we're being inspired by. This podcast is about waking up the witch, which means we are learning and growing every day. That being said, we are always open to feedback on how we can do better. The views and opinions of our guests don't necessarily reflect the views and opinions of waking up the witch. Now, let's go ghouls! <laughs> hey amber hi taylor how's it going so good how are you good what's going on with you i just got back in town last week from a almost two week long part vacation part obligation uh obligation vacation vacation i do a lot of those i'm sick of it <laughs> i was gonna say that's very nice of you because i don't um yeah i mean like going to the dr that was like okay well i get to go to the dr but it's still um like something we we could have said no but it was an Why opportunity would you say no yeah did that yeah and this was kind of like uh like my so my soon to be dad stepdad uh has been going through the diaconate program in the catholic church to become a deacon and this has been like an eight-year process for him and i love him and so i support him and whatever and so i was i've been calling it his church graduation which i'm sure is demeaning if he heard that and i don't mean for it to be that way but simply put he's gone through classes and all this sort of stuff um it's a whole experience and uh finally got accepted to be a deacon so uh naturally i wanted to go support him and celebrate him and his accomplishment so we went out to colorado we got a new travel trailer which is pretty sick and uh drove out with our three dogs uh we drove out to colorado stopped in idaho and we stayed at a hot spring there called Natsupa, I think is what it was called. That place is pretty cool, especially like, I think it's really good for families. It was kind of more of a family hot spring sort of spot. We got there with like 30 minutes to soak, but it was really nice, especially after traveling and driving for like 13 hours. It's mm-hmm. good to get out of the car and go soak at the hot springs. And then we went to Colorado and got there like 11 p.m., And had to go to church the next morning. And I found out at like midnight that I was expecting like a normal hour long Catholic mass. And my sister was like, hey, guess what? Just found out this was probably going to be at least three hours long. So we had like no idea. How do you stay awake? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like Catholic church is the most boring of all the churches. So boring. The only way you stay awake is the standing Standing up up and and kneeling. Yeah. (laughs) They keep you moving. Yeah, that's why. (laughs) They want to make sure you're still with them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was like, what the fucking fuck? Um, And my mom, like, a few weeks prior was trying to say that we had to go to another mass where he would be giving his first sermon. And I was like, "Um, what? 
no, you don't just tell me this is what I have to do, actually. Um, I'm coming out there to go to this mass, especially because you didn't tell me it was going to not be an hour long. Um, you're cray cray. I love you, but no, <laughs> like, no, no. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And it's, it's, so we had like their best friends from Hawaii flew out and I guess he's a deacon too. So they're all like, my mom was, she had her Catholic church dress on all week, like stronger than I've seen in a long time and she's she's gotten pretty churchy and that's fine that if that's what she wants and what she believes and you know do it but oh my god it was like thick fucking churchy frosting all week it was exhausting um and my sister was like oh my god she lives there right? yeah my sister lives there currently under the roof and so she was even explaining like it wasn't like this until they showed up so it's just like good golly lady you know and she's like i had this awakening and so i told i gave my sister my advice of of like if she's gonna be so open and churchy about you know her beliefs and stuff then like you also get the permission to be open and talk about your beliefs as well Mm -hmm. and it's just as fair and there's nothing wrong with you to do that and that's how i've been with my mom like i'll support you i'll listen to you i'll let you talk whatever whatever you need to talk about when it comes to that stuff. But I too am going to be open about my belief systems if we're going to do that. And if that makes you feel uncomfortable, then we can all feel that together. No, I'm also uncomfortable. (laughs) Like no judgment of you believing that at all. Like that's great for you, but you don't need to come at me with that because you know that I don't. So I'm not going to go to two masses on top of being there for three hours. Also, don't you think it's a little strange that we're always trying to not make people feel uncomfortable, uh-huh. but people that are part of organized religion have no problem making people, yeah. they like want you to be uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty wild. And that's why I told my sister, I was like, don't feel shame about what you believe. And, you know, I will give my mom credit though, like, because since they are living there, I'm really impressed with the things that she is allowing my sister and her kids to like put out there. Like my sister has a little altar space with her crystals and her witch books and stuff like out in the open, which years ago, my mom going over to her house was like, you're going to welcome in the devil into the kids rooms. Cause you have crystals over their door. Like, you know, so I'm really impressed to see that my mom's aware of it. Um, and my oldest niece, she lives in the room next door to my parents, and she has a little altar space with her tarot cards out and everything. Cute. So that's honestly so surprising that that is even allowed. So I think I do believe like my mom is at times having moments of being a little bit more flexible Great. and open minded. And I know like it's been a lot of the work that I've done in this too. And my sister's finally like growing a spine and being able to um, speak out a little bit more about her own beliefs and not uh, like quieting herself or biting her tongue too much. So I'm so proud of her for that. I think living there's honestly, you know, kind of taught her that and Mm -hmm. given her that strength. So sissy, I love you and I'm proud of you and keep at it girl. So yeah, anyways, we go to this mass and like, so my mom's like oldest best friend, her name's Lisa. I grew up with her. She used to be the woman that we would call to like come kick our asses into gear when we weren't listening when we were kids. And her daughter, Kanani, I grew up with, we're the same age. 
Lisa was there and she's a funny ass lady and she's always been exactly who she is. She's not a churchy person at all, but she came to like support and also. So we're all sitting in the same pew front row, like first row behind the deacons to be. And Lisa's cracking jokes the whole time. And we're all like trying not to laugh too hard, but like can't help ourselves. It was fucking hilarious. And there's this one point we all go down to kneel and like you're looking down to make sure that you hit the Mm-hmm. kneeling bar and i put my head up and we all kind of do it and all of a sudden like all the deacons are lying nose down to the ground like and we're all like what the fuck is going on here there's like 14 15 men all laying on the ground who were just standing and it was so <laughs> fucking crazy we're like whoa what what just happened okay tell me this isn't a cult someone tell me this isn't a cult this is so crazy and my sister-in-law Brittany, she's like what's with all this witchcraft going on here she's never gone to catholic mass before and my brother's like explaining things to her which i was kind of impressed how much he remembered uh growing up i guess he had to do more church stuff than i did we're like seven years apart um, but yeah, gosh, it was just so funny and entertaining. It helped with the three hours. <laughs> Even Mark was like, I'm missing the cues. What do I have to say? And he's like starting to say things and kind of looking around all wide eyed and crazy. So funny. I was like, you don't have to do that. <laughs> We're just here to support and be present. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because all of my mom's kids, all of us were all witchy adjacent. Yeah. All in this church. All the kids here to support you and your witchcraft. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Last time I was in a Catholic church, my Aunt Laura is also loves to crack jokes. I'm pretty sure from what I can remember, she had a little airplane shots in her purse passing out to us. (laughs) And just like we were all laughing and giggling. My grandma was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm surprised my mom was just so mesmerized by everything that I don't think she was really paying attention to any of us at the other side. And she's just like crying and her mouth's open. She's smiling (laughs) kind of creepily (laughs) the whole time. We're just looking at her. She's like, ah. (laughs) It's so funny. I'm like, she can't even pay attention to all of us like trying to survive this. Um, and Joey is like texting me like so did your did you burn up while you're in there like I just got a couple little skin marks I'm okay (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that was it was fine we got through it we Mm -hmm. did it we supported him and it wasn't like the worst thing ever um you know this is this is love and support and blah blah um then the rest of the week like joey came and stayed with us in the camper and it was just so nice to like be with him and you know there was like barbecues and potlucks and lots of churchy stuff going on afterwards at my parents house so it was just nice to like have my bestie there and Um, your own space yeah yeah oh my gosh i could not imagine what that would have been like if we didn't have the camper so super grateful for that um got to see some other friends i got to see Seema, who is a guest that we just recently had we went and got some lunch together it was the day after her birthday so that was really sweet to be able to share a little bit of time with her um our friends tommy and amy who mark actually uh helped them get together and was their best man in their wedding um they're amazing they have two twin girls 
uh, that are 10 now, I believe. And they're actually going to come out and visit us at the end of the month. So I'm very excited about that too. And then we decided to drive down to New Mexico and come back the long way so that we can stop. And we got to see Monica, which by the way, I don't know if you looked, but hers is the fourth most listened to episode, which is, I did. I was like, this is, this makes me so proud and excited um, because she's so special to me and has been for my whole life pretty much. And um, yeah, she's just an amazing soul. So I think that's really beautiful that her episode is just one of the shining stars of, of all the guests that we've had. Um, Yeah. So we got breakfast with her and it was just so lovely to spend time with her. I realized I hadn't seen her since she was pregnant with her first Mm. child. Like, we talk a lot, we FaceTime, um, but like in person, I don't think I've seen her since she was pregnant with Rowan. So that was really cool. And I think he's like five or six now too. So it's been a really long time. Um, that was beautiful. Mark got to see his best friend, Mike, who lives in Santa Fe. And then we went to Vegas, uh, for a night. It was hot as fuck, 113 degrees, really worried about our camper and her dogs, but everything ended up being fine. We got to go to Meow Wolf in Denver and in Las Vegas. So much fun. Uh, Yeah, just like crazy long trip driving around. But I'm really glad that we got to do it. And then we came home and realized like after three hours of being home that our AC was out and not like our house was like 85 degrees. I was like, "Uh, I think it was 83 earlier. That's not a good sign. Fuck. So... Mark spent hours trying to troubleshoot it and we had a tech come out and he told us what Mark already knew and they were going to charge us almost $400 for this part that Mark got for $10 online and it has arrived at my house today. So hopefully, fingers crossed, that'll be like the only thing to at least get us through the summer, but Mm -hmm. it's really old, I guess, and we're going to have to replace it very soon Mm -hmm. either way. But so this whole week's just been like roasting. We were sleeping in the camper the first couple of days after being home, locking all the cats in one room with all the ace or the, all the fans on and the blinds pulled and just trying to keep everyone cool. Oh, it's been a week, but I'm feeling good now. And we got like a portable AC unit in there, which has really helped cool things down. And I'm just really excited and ready to like get back into my life. Like recording today Mm -hmm. was so nice and I'm really excited for being back in the boutique. And I just like, I want to spend some time not going anywhere. (laughs) And I know that sounds so weird, but as I've gotten older, I just like, I love the life I've built here and the life I'm creating and I love to be here. I don't feel like I need to go on vacation anywhere because life just feels so happy and peaceful. Yeah. So yeah, that's my long winded of what the hell's been going on over here. What about you? What's your updates? What have you been doing? So much has happened in the last two weeks. I don't really remember exactly where I was at. Um, so I think that I had just last time I recorded, I think that I had decided, so I left my provider and then I got an appointment at Ashland, um, Mm -hmm. birth center with the midwives there. And then after, honestly, after talking to Seema, I was like, 
it just doesn't feel right. And then listening to um, the anime book. The oh, yeah. Chi- like the, what is it called? Anime's Guide to Childbirth, Natural Childbirth. It's like the Bible for natural childbirth. Um, I don't know. I just was like, didn't feel like that's what I was supposed to do. And I reached out to one of my friends that just had a home birth. Mm. And she sent me her midwife. But... In my opinion, she's one of the best around, and so I didn't think she would have any availabilities, and I contacted her just because worth a shot. And she um, said she had one spot available in November. And I said, perfect, I'm due in November. I have, like, chills on the back of my head and all down my spine Mm -hmm. because everything happens for a reason, even when it's like, well, what the fuck am I going to do now? And now I'm freaking out, Mm -hmm. and I literally have no time to figure it out. And she had one single spot open. And she was like, I just figured I wasn't going to book it because I was already, like, 20 weeks at that point, which is, like, halfway. Most people pick their provider pretty early on, and so... I just feel so lucky. Um, and I love her. She's so cute and sweet and smart. And I feel really comfortable and just like mm. safe. Um, my doula really likes her. I really like my doula as well. She's awesome. So I feel like my midwife is a, she's like the perfect medium of like, like she's not a spiritual hospital hating like extremist mm-hmm. on that way, but she's also like believes in home births for a reason. Mm-hmm. But if I need to be transferred for an emergency, she's not going to not send me there yeah. because it's like, she's not all or nothing. Mm-hmm. And I love that. That's perfect. Yeah. I, she's like, she is very sciencey. She's got all the shit she needs, but she also like believes in, the home birth and all the things and benefits that come from that. And then my doula is a little bit more woo woo, which I like Mm -hmm. having that. So like I do want it to feel a bit more like ritualistic and, um, witchy, just like ceremonial, like type thing. Um, Curtis did not do well talking to the midwife. Oh, really? No, or to the doula. Um, we met uh, over here at Jefferson Spirits, and he was fine. And then all of a sudden, he said, "Oh no, it's happening!" <gasps> and I look over, and he's like green, like no. just no blood in his face. Got up. I think he might have puked. I don't really know. Went to Aww. the bathroom, and then like just like it. hearing about. So he doesn't do well in yeah. hospitals. He doesn't do well. He can't. Every time he gets a shot or like blood taken, he passes out. Mm-hmm. So he just doesn't do well. Aww. And so I'm like hoping the adrenaline is going to pump, push him through this birth, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> Poor Kurt. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, why do you keep saying that? I'm like, because you couldn't handle the conversation. <laughs> yeah. But I believe in you. I believe in you. You got this. We'll do it together. Yeah. Have you? Has he, he wants watched to catch the baby? Has he watched videos yet? I don't know. I think so. Usually, when I talk to him about stuff, he already knows, which is like most men don't. So that's good. He's like 
That's doing his, his own research on the side? Maybe. I think he just knows stuff. He's okay. kind of a nerd. <laughs> just um, start watching videos together and get him like prepped. <laughs> yeah, I think I've shown him a couple, but I don't know. We'll do it. I don't know. No, I don't know. Poor bud. So, um, all that's changed. That's great. That's so exciting. So then I'm like, had a dream that I was working at a local salon and I woke up and I was like, that's not a terrible idea Mm. with everything going on. Mm -hmm. And so I started looking at some salons around and I messaged a woman locally um, just with, I was like, Hey, could I ask you a few questions? She's like, yeah, of course, whatever. And then I put out like all of my, needs and requirements that I would like need and require from a place and thinking that she was gonna be like no that's too much and she was like oh yeah all that no problem and I was like what (laughs) first of all great second of all it kind of pisses me off that my last place made me jump through fucking hoops and like make me feel like all the things I was asking for was too much yeah and just making me like grovel basically for the things that I felt like I needed and then learning that it can just be that simple. It doesn't have mm. to be that complicated. Um, and so I was talking to her, I went and met with her and I was thinking that I would go work there when I got done on my maternity leave. And then I was at, um, my best friend's the other day and she's like well why don't you just start like earlier and i was like i don't know i didn't think about that (laughs) because i would have had to put a deposit down Mm. to hold the chair there for like seven months plus paying my maternity leave at the shop that i'm at now well i probably would have stopped doing that i don't know it would have just been more and more and more money and so i messaged her last week and i was like well what if i start august 1st and she was like that sounds great and i was like cool (laughs) i guess already just assuming like maybe i had the job she's not like she was like yeah we'd love to hire you i was like uh, in the moment it felt right but i thinking back on it i'm like she didn't really yeah (laughs) i signed a contract so i'm going to work there but in the moment i was just like well i could start on the first (laughs) um and she was like, yeah. And so I talked to my landlord and she was like, yeah, I figured being a first time mom, you'd have a hard time on your feet. And I've just been thinking about you and mm. I'll talk to this other lady. And the next day she had my room leased out to someone else for the first that and I'll incredible. finish my month and the other lady will move in by the first and everything and she's gonna give me my deposit back which yeah, is like insane real um she's so fucking nice she's the nicest um and i even told her i was just like you've been so kind i'm so grateful i hope to take like what i've learned from you into my life and treat others that mm. way because you are so lovely mm. even though you probably like donald trump <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay because you're nice to me um so that's a huge change. I'm not nervous about it at all. It feels really right. I'm feeling like everything's happening the way it's supposed to. Um, about a mo- over a month ago, like when I started 
when I go to bed at night, kind of ever since that carnival where I was like anxious mm, and then I yeah. like realized I needed to release all of this energy and stuff. I've started that as like my nighttime ritual, like after I like lay down and close my eyes, I will um, release any like cords or energetic anything that kind of stuck to me that day even if i didn't leave my house i'll do it <laughs> yeah like well i mean like even scrolling online exactly. like you're still energetically connecting with people exactly um and so i do that and then my doula told me to start visualizing my birth mm. and like manifesting the birth i want but i couldn't do it because i don't know where i'm gonna live yeah. and so i started trying to visualize where i was gonna live and i still couldn't do that so then i took a step back and i started just going over like all the things that i'm grateful for that day in my life all like just going through a list basically till i fall asleep mm. and now all these things are just like falling into place really really easily so and easily. i'm just have also, um, I'm not forcing anything since I've been pregnant. I'm just letting everything flow the way it's supposed to. And I'm not trying to force anything and I'm just letting things come to me and be what they are and let other things be what they're not. And I think that it's like really, really letting a lot of good things into my life. Yeah. Surrender is huge. Yeah. And it's been easy than like a lot easier than it ever has been before. So a lot of things are changing. They're changing really quickly, um, which is great. Still waiting on finding the perfect spot, but not worried about it. I think it will come when it's supposed to. I keep I've like applied for a couple places that don't have all the things like that I specifically specifically want mm -hmm. and I'm like in my head I'm like well this just isn't the one like I know mm -hmm. all when I see it I'm gonna know that that's the one I'll get so I'm not really stressed about it at all yeah it's gonna literally be timing and that's something I know you mentioned a few episodes ago too just like maybe it's just timing so I'm not having to you know break my lease or do any of these things mm -hmm. and I just keep thinking about that too like it'll literally be exactly when it's time yep so um yeah I'm just trusting that and knowing it's all gonna happen pregnancy symptoms that I didn't <laughs> know my fucking feet are grew and none of my <laughs> shoes fit and guess what they don't go back to normal <laughs> And shoes are expensive. <laughs> yeah. And so that's what I'm annoyed about this week. That's so funny. <laughs> um, but I'm finally feeling the baby. I'm finally feeling the flutters. I heard her heartbeat at the midwife appointment. So I have my anatomy scan next week. Yay. Thank God I'm so ready for it. Make sure she has all her fingers and toes and <laughs> yeah. nose and eyes. Um, and you'll get like a new sonogram photo then too mm -hmm. oh that's so exciting yay so and what does your app say about this stage in pregnancy Ugh, it's like great <laughs> for the baby not for me i'm like oh i could go blind shut up <laughs> no that's dramatic i want to pull it oh up. scorpio <laughs> 
said that you could experience change in your vision, <laughs> but it's temporary. <laughs> like how you go to the extreme. I'm going blind. <laughs> so the dark line hap- starts happening On now, the which I've seen mm-hmm. starting like very faintly. Um, and then my boobies could start leaking at any time, which is really soon. You were um, having boob cramps this weekend. I have been having boob cramps <laughs> since it started. The other day I Googled, why does it hurt my right boob when I sneeze? And it was like, you might be pregnant. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, my cravings could be getting stronger, which hmm, not really. I feel like they're kind of the same right now. Yeah, vision change, forgetfulness. And the baby can start to hear things from the outside now. So your voice and my voice and Curtie. And then podcast. Yes. And then um, they're starting to develop their digestive, digestive system and um, just more kicks and jabs. Getting wild in there. <laughs> and yesterday we we hung out, and Taylor was talking about a rowdy concert that she was contemplating but deciding not to. And then we were getting curious if loud bass music. Oh, um, Kurt and I got into a whole thing about really? it later. He's like, "That's actually not that loud." <laughs> blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> He just knows everything about decibels, I guess, and sound. I'm like, why do you even fucking know that? Oh, well, sorry, I paid attention in school. I'm like, yeah, I just said you were a nerd. Well, Google says the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health advises that pregnant women avoid routine exposure to noise louder than 115 decibels. Think the noise of a chainsaw. Or a rock concert. Which <laughs> yeah. is... The argument then started that venues have a certain amount of decibels they'll allow any artist to play at. <laughs> and I'm like, what's your fucking point? <laughs> they like, well, that they can't be louder for EDM shows than rock concerts. And I'm like, yeah, but if I can feel the bass in my fucking lungs and my yeah. throat, then I'm pretty sure shaken baby syndrome. <laughs> it's a little different. Maybe it's not the decibels. It's like the bass that I'm worried about. <laughs> yeah, it's very curious. Um, I don't know. Internet says no. It says routinely. So it means like maybe sometimes. Maybe for a little bit. I'm sure outside would probably be better than an inside space. Would you well, think? Well, it's not. It's like a dingy little sketchy club <laughs> at 10 p.m. that I'm not going to. That is even too late. <laughs> Yeah, maybe like a year ago I would have went. But I'm what happened to concert starting at 8? Well, I don't think I'm the age demographic for this <laughs> show either. <laughs> She's a grimy DJ. I'm sure it's like it's Probably like a ravey 20- thing. It's, a, it's yeah. an underground sketchy yeah. rave. Okay, 10 o'clock makes sense. Yeah. So, <laughs> which so I funny. think sounds really fun, but not right now. <laughs> and I will take my baby to raves eventually. Get her some headphones. Oh, I should put that on my baby list. Oh, yeah, your registry. Mm-hmm. Love it. I'm going to put my registry on my link tree. Um, maybe we could even put it on the Waking Up the Witch one. Yeah, let's do it. Everybody's feeling generous. Also, um, anybody 
doing hand-me-down stuff. I prefer to not add mm. to mm-hmm. the pile of trash that can be seen from space mm-hmm. on this planet. So super down for secondhand stuff. I can pay for shipping too if somebody yeah. lives far away. Um, but locally, I'll take it. Heck yeah. I love that. Clothes I'm a little picky on. I want... Um, I mean, like, I want to do used clothes, but I'm going to probably be doing, like, organic cotton and bamboo and, mm-hmm. like, softer things that don't have chemicals in them. Yeah. The baby, really picky about the diapers. Yeah. Um, One of my, Jess Funk, who's been on the podcast, sent me a diaper subscription company. They're compostable. They don't have any Amazing. dyes or fragrances or anything like that. They're supposed to be better than even the Honest brand one, so... Um, that's cool. Too. That's so good. Mm-hmm. That's great. Diaper with a Y. If anybody else is interested. Um, How do you feel about, uh, like the washable reusable diapers? I think if you have the time and energy good for you, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. I have a girlfriend that did cloth diapers her entire time her kid was in diapers and it was great. That's a lot of extra. I think it's great. I am trying to be realistic and not put a bunch of other expectations on myself outside of just trying to keep a newborn alive. So totally maybe if we get there at some point, that's cool, but I'm not planning on doing that. I'm glad that they make compostable options. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Yeah. I had something else to say, but I don't remember because forgetfulness apparently. (laughs) yeah everything's good baby's good i'm good you're good everything's working out always for us yeah there's some family stuff going on i'm gonna book my mom a body code yes that'd be so good for her it's got all this health stuff going on and part of me feels like it's like, if something happens in one spot of your body, like, treat it okay. But if the same thing starts happening in multiple places, then we need to figure out what that is. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's a nurse. And this morning she's like, well, my blood work looks good, but we're going to explore. And I'm like, everybody's blood work looks good. Everybody's blood work always looks fine. And they're, like, dying. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, but I don't trust blood work. Because well, they're only testing certain things. Like, your insurance is only covering yeah. this small amount. Mm-hmm. And in order to, like, look further, then you got to pay hundreds of extra dollars sometimes go to different types of doctors exactly i am grateful she's coming out here there's tons and tons of alternative medicine options out here and there might be there too i don't know it's fucking alabama probably not um but i know everybody you need to know and if Mm -hmm. i don't know i know who to ask so i can like really help her get into even like occupational therapy physical therapy chiropractor acupuncture whatever yeah you have a good well of resources for sure just between my job and this podcast like Mm -hmm. it's pretty overflowing so well yeah definitely book her some body code um so excited about today's episode and speaking with leslie herbal the body code lady who I've been seeing for several years. You've heard me talk about body code Mm -hmm. briefly on this podcast when I have sessions. It's kind of complicated to understand, but luckily Leslie was able to kind of 
show an example by mm-hmm. giving Taylor a little mini session, um, Wild. diving in so that you could kind of see how the process actually works. And then, yeah, she got a little yeah. release herself, which is so great. Um, we'd talk about all of her modalities. She has a laundry list of them. It is so cool. So many different certificates and things that she has found to be helpful for herself and her family and just how it's how her her becoming a mother really led her down this path that was very unexpected for her. She's phenomenal, very sweet, very caring and kind and gentle and powerful, mm-hmm. mighty, mighty powerful. Yeah, she's going to we're going to post a picture on Instagram of all of the things she does offer. So then if one of those things sparked your interest, you can go in and do more research on that yourself too. Yeah. And then um, we'll post how to book with her, obviously. Yeah. She's amazing. Most of her things are available virtually. That's how I currently see her. But if you, she has a space in Arvada, uh, Colorado. So if you are in the central Colorado area. You can also go see her in person. There is a whole lot of other amazing things that she does that are more for in person too. Um, so yeah, we hope that you enjoy this episode with Leslie Erkel. Let's just take a moment to get comfortable close your eyes if you can and feel safe too and we'll start with three deep grounding breaths breathing in through the nose and releasing out the mouth another deep breath in and release And one last big breath in. Hold at the top. And release. I'd like to start off by calling in our higher selves and our guides and ancestors to be here with us today for this opportunity to speak with another beautiful soul in the world. Please wrap us in love and protection, helping us to feel safe and calm as we share in another beautiful story and helping to bring forth whatever is meant to be for our highest goods and the highest light. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hi, Taylor. Hello. How you doing? Good. Good. So excited for our guest here today. She's one of my favorite healers who I've been working with for the past, I think, five years on and off. The amazing Leslie Erbel. Thank you so much for joining us, Leslie. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm excited to be here. Um, I was actually at a workshop with Carolyn Mace and what she said just really resonated with me. And she said, when God drafts you, he drafts you in places you have no training for. And I Mm. got drafted. I had no idea 
I was going to start a healing business. <laughs> my <laughs> my degrees chills. in journalism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was doing photography at the time and my whole life changed in 2003 when my son was born. He was a week late and I had an emergency C-section. Mm. He had meconium in his lungs. Mm. So from the get-go, he had weak lungs. He was in and out of the hospital with respiratory issues, and he had been put on six medications a day. Wow. I was, yeah, I was setting the alarm and I was having to get up all through the night just to give him breathing treatments. I was so exhausted and he just wasn't getting any better. And one day I was taking him in for a follow-up appointment at the hospital. I sat in the parking lot in the car and I said a prayer and I made a decision and I decided if all they did was give us another prescription to fill, I'm never taking him back. Mm. And that's exactly what happened. I just, I never filled a prescription. (laughs) I never took him back ever. I had a huge aha moment and I, I chose to change and I felt like I finally chose us. I just Mm. intuitively knew there was something bigger. There was something better. So many chills. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was so crazy. I became this just researching label reading fanatic. I started (laughs) supplementing with nutrients, detoxing his body from the medication I ended up taking this uh, reflexology and nutrition certification to learn more. I didn't even know what reflexology was. I had no intention of doing (laughs) any of it as a career. And after the class, my instructor called me and she said, I loved you in the class. And she offered me a job at her naturopath doctor's office. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. And I I will never forget my, uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to ask how old was your son at this point? So he was born in 2003. So about four, four to mm-hmm. five mm-hmm. was kind of when this whole transition happened. And when I first started, um, everything was new, but I'll never forget. My mom called me just, you know, to check on me and just say, hey. And I told her what I was doing now. I was at this naturopath clinic and I was doing reflexology and I was all excited about it. And she was like, What? wait, Leslie, <laughs> you're rubbing feet. Are you okay? Like, do I need to send you money? What's happening? Cause it, like, it was such a change and surprise, like to everybody. Cause that was not my path. So I thought, mm-hmm. right. But working in that practice, it just opened up a world of healing, detoxification and spirituality. Along, the, along that way, I did work with my son using body scans and foot baths and this Rife light therapy machine, which I mm-hmm. love. It was mm-hmm. essential in his transition and healing. He um, was finally able to be off all his medications and he was thriving. Mm-hmm. I, I loved the work every day and I felt like every day just presented new opportunities for growth and for education. And I was really committed to educating people about their bodies and Mm -hmm. that they had choices and that 
different avenues of healing actually even existed. So I started taking any and every certification class that sparked my interest. So I now have an ongoing certificate collection. (laughs) Gigantic toolbox. I love it. I'm the same way. Yes, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) But I now run my practice that just combines all my favorite healing services, all aiming to just support the body to really heal itself. Um, So I feel like just the whole experience was just a blessing in disguise that I just had no idea where it was going to take me. It's amazing how these things in our life happen and they definitely do lead us to our purpose. And, you know, no matter how tragic or traumatic it may seem, um, it just really is an open door for you. And that's so neat that you heard the call and decided, no, I'm going to take our health and wellness into our own hands because this just isn't working. That's so amazing. And to see how far you have come. And um, yeah, I would love to hear about like when you started your business and what that looked like for you. Well, what is the what is your business? Yeah. What do you do? What are the certificates that you have that you're integrating into your business? Yeah, I'll I'll go through the list of certificates and then I'll, maybe I'll tell you like some of my favorites, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, body code practitioner, mm-hmm. emotion code practitioner, certified reflexology therapist, raindrop technique therapist, emotional releases, vibrational raindrop with tuning forks, Reiki, essential oil therapist. Petty Karma and Shirodara, Crystal Reflexology, Healing Touch, The Energy Codes, Happy Mouth Energetic Dentistry, Facial Reflex Therapy, Teeth Reflex Therapy, Children with Special Needs, Tibetan Head, Neck, and Scalp Reflexology, and Color Light Therapy. Wow. There is so many questions. Toolbox, I know. <laughs> There's so many beautiful modalities um, and a lot of things I've never personally heard of before, too. That's really yeah, exciting. Can we go through these and kind of ex- like do a brief summary of what a lot of these are. So this is my favorite offering right now is body code by far the best. Um I feel like I like to take the other classes and learn more information really to incorporate it into body code. Because when when you use body code, once you start using it, you can literally ask your body any anything, any question. So I love to take extra modalities and, and classes like that and then incorporate um, things I've learned from that into the body code to ask more and get just deeper into the body. But it was actually a friend of mine and mentor um, with the Rife Light Therapy Machine that first told me about body code. And uh, I felt really drawn to it because I loved the idea to be able to help anyone from anywhere in the world. Like I just, I loved that thought. And so that's exactly what I do. Um, A little background about body code, Dr. Bradley Nelson, he's the founder. 
he was a chiropractor in Utah and he, he wanted to share this technique with the world so that if something actually happened and families couldn't get in to see the doctors, that this would be available to help themselves and the people that they love. And um, he says that this body code um, and emotion code was a, a divine download. But um, it's all about energy. How does it work? Yeah. So understanding energy is the big part around it. So everything, everything in the world vibrates at a frequency and everything's energy. So for like from the food and herbs that we eat um, to disease or sickness, like a, a healthy body vibrates at 62 to 68 megahertz. But when we start to get lower vibrations or we start to get sick, our, our megahertz go down and our vibrations go down. But um, Dr. Emoto a Japanese scientist did these experiments to test like the effects on words and thoughts and emotions on water. And when he played classical music and had like loving thoughts with the water, he would freeze the water and these beautiful snowflake like crystals would form. But when he played heavy metal music or used like negative words and emotions with the water, the, they were like distorted and didn't even form crystals when they were frozen but our bodies are mainly water. So what gets trapped in our bodies really does affect us. So with the body code, mm. I'm basically, I'm, I'm tapping into your subconscious mind and I connect and do this through a process called muscle testing or kinesiology. And the subconscious mind, it knows and remembers everything. It's like we're accessing your own body's computer system, like folder by folder. And body code just, it takes the healing to the next level. There's imbalances um, that Dr. Brad, he breaks down into six main categories. So it could be like energies, which is releasing emotions or memories or physical traumas you may have had. Um, the second one is circuits and systems, which is any system like the immune system or muscles or your acupuncture meridians or chakras. The third one he goes into is toxins, which can be heavy metals, environmental chemicals, um, electromagnetic fields. The fourth one is pathogens, which is, you know, all about funguses, viruses, bacterias, parasites. The fifth category is misalignments. So it can go into your glands or your organs, your fascia and connective tissue. The sixth one is nutrition and lifestyle, and uh, it goes into sleep or hydration, absorption into the body, foods, herbs, and nutrients, but emotions are a big part of what shows up. So just like we don't see the emotions, they're still invisible energies affecting us physically. So for example, fear trapped in your kidneys can over time actually create kidney stones, um, overwhelm in the pancreas can directly affect your pancreas or, or insulin levels. Uh, Dr. Brad says you could watch a, a horror film and trap multiple emotions throughout the whole movie, uh, which I cannot watch. I cannot watch horror films. <laughs> <laughs> I love horror films. It's very disappointing. <laughs> we can release them. No worries. 
yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like anxiety can even just create digestive issues. Um, anger can trigger a fight or an argument. Um, low self-esteem could trigger into like eating disorder, self-sabotage or lack of self-love. But um, people come in and they say all the time, oh, I'm just, I'm getting older or it must be my age. And I just like, well, what if it's not? Like, what if it's just a trapped emotion? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes our, our our trapped emotions are are not even ours and they could be absorbed from other people and just literally weighing us down. Um, this happens with people that we're close to or that we work with. Um, each emotion can even be like, when you think about it, like they can be the size of like a baseball or even up to like a volleyball in size and taking up that space in your body. And most people have hundreds of these emotions layered, layered on top of each other throughout their life. And Dr. Brad talks about how 90% of all physical pain, 90%, is due to emotional baggage, which is a huge percentage to put out there. But yeah, I had a client come in one time and he was hunched over in pain and he literally couldn't stand up straight, but he came in for reflexology. And I asked him if he'd mind if I just released a couple of emotions first. And he was pretty skeptical, but he said, sure, whatever, Leslie, (laughs) you know? Um, So I released (laughs) two emotions two emotions. And he was totally pain-free. We were just, we were laughing so hard because yeah, he stood up, he sat down, he stood up, he sat down and he said, I just, I I can't (laughs) believe it. I I did this. You rolled this. He said, this is crazy. I I could hardly walk in here. And now I'm bouncing up and down and laughing. So yeah, (laughs) it's not all like, not all pain relief is immediate like that, but it absolutely can be. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it takes more layers. Uh, the trapped emotions, they can also be inherited. So these can be some of the most powerful emotions to release for people. This might be one of my most favorite things that comes up in um, body code. Yeah, I'm always so blown away when when that happens. It's like, yeah, that resonates. And it's crazy to think that literally you've never lived a day of your life without that trapped emotion that you inherited through your family. Exactly. So mind-blowing. When I um, first started doing body code, I had a session done on myself and it was inherited and it was inherited um, unworthiness. And Mm -hmm. my, and it was from my father's father. So it'd be his biological father, but he, my father was adopted when he was one. And so I didn't know this Mm -hmm. biological grandfather and it was so powerful to me. And I heard an audible thank you from spirit. And it was Mm -hmm. like the coolest thing. I was totally all in. Yeah. So many chills. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Um, I did work with a young girl. She was super depressed and she wanted to drop out of school, high school. She said she couldn't explain it and there was nothing she could put her finger on that made it feel made her feel that way and she couldn't remember a time in her life when she didn't feel depressed. 
but she had inherited mm-hmm. in depression from her mother, we found out. And she had also absorbed depression in utero. So after mm-hmm. the release, she was a completely different person. She was herself and she was excited about life and she did uh, graduate that year. Yeah. Just totally changed yeah. her life. So mm-hmm. I have a question. Yeah. Do you, or does anybody do body code on like infants? To like stop it in its tracks, like before it really happens? Yes. I, um, I have worked on infants. Um, usually I do those uh, by, by distance, by email. And I have um, even worked on like babies in utero um, and, and specifically targeted like, do you have anything inherited from your mother? Do you have anything inherited from your father? Is there anything ancestral or beliefs that we can release basically before you get into the world, right? And sometimes- I love that. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times I'll find that, um, you know, especially, especially the mother caring, like the baby absorbs a lot from the mother and just the environment at that time. Mm, Yeah, that makes a lot of sense for sure. A lot of housewives, reality television, (laughs) my baby is absorbing right now. (laughs) Yes. Sorry, baby. And most of them are a reality show. ah! I'll book you body code. (laughs) Do it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so that's very interesting. I do want to go into, sorry, let me check our time. Um, all of the other things I've never heard of well, most of the things you just listed. So what is, you said raindrop something? Yes. Raindrop technique, um, is a technique founded by Gary Young, the founder of Young Living Essential Oil Company. And okay. it's a ancient Tibetan technique that you do on the spine reflex points of the feet. And then, um, you turn over And it's very, very soft, very, very slow. It's a Lakota Indian technique called feather stroking that you do on the spine of the back. A lot of it is really repetitive and really uh, slow. It's not like a massage, but the goal is to layer on the oils um, so that they can penetrate really deep into the spine for healing. He actually specifically um, developed this technique for scoliosis and healing the spinal column. Mm. And he believes that different pathogens that collect along the spine, that they hug and collect along the spinal column. And he believes that that's what actually pushes the spine over. But um, he studied the chemistry of the oils. And so it's the same oils in the same order every single session. So it's oregano, thyme, basil, wintergreen, marjoram, cypress, peppermint, and valor. And then I always add like one custom oil, just like intuitively during the session. But then it ends with a hot towel compress. And um, I do a little bit of energy work like around the the scalp and and over the body. I used to actually measure, people will actually grow in height. I used to measure uh, before and after because people grow so much because it helps elongate their discs and spinal column. That's so cool. Yeah. And (laughs) my husband needs that, I swear. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you keep thinking he's he's like shorter some days and taller some days. And I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, exactly. And that's what's happening. Yeah. 
yeah, they're just discs compressed where you see like elderly people walking and they're kind of hunched over and they just, yeah, they need to like mm-hmm. straighten out. But, um, I'm so sure. And I grew like three, four, seven inch. The first time I had it done on me, I was like, I just, I got to keep doing this. I got to keep doing this. Crazy. Um, could you shrink my feet back to what they were before I got pregnant? Why is that a thing? Like, none of my shoes fit. Okay, sorry. We got a baby on the way in November. Yes, yeah. exciting. to learn all yes. of the things. Um, okay, what is petty karma? It sounds fun, but I don't think it's what it sounds like. <laughs> so petty karma is an Ayurvedic uh, tool, and it is similar in reflexology and using the reflexology points, but we also add this um, metal tool, and it's like tin and metal combined, and I do a lot of figure eights, and it detoxes the body. Um, the whole body through the feet, just like Mm -hmm. reflexology. But it's so wild because Mm -hmm. like the whole foot turns black because it's pulling, uh, pulling toxins out. Yeah. Just with the metal. Yes. Yeah. The interaction there, pulling it out Mm -hmm. and the manipulation. Right. I've done that. Yeah. A bunch. Oh, you have the oil. Yeah. My uh, massage therapist is an Ayurvedic practitioner. So I'll do like the Abhyanga and Shiradara with her. And it's like you almost go to another dimension when you're doing it. It's insane. They pour like a hot oil on your third eye and your forehead. Mm. That's so nice. I need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you should do it. That one is really relaxing. Mm-hmm. And then I guess crystal reflexology is probably what it sounds like. Yeah. And I just kind of intuitively use or, you know, if someone comes in with something specific, I may pick out certain stones. But usually I'm like sometimes even before people come in, I'm just like guided to pick an oil or pick something and and mm-hmm. use that with them in that session. Um, and but then what was really the cool. next one? Happy something. Yeah. Happy mouth, uh, energetic dentistry. Yeah. So my son was having a lot of issues with his teeth and he like all of a sudden came in and said he wanted braces. And I was like, you know, how can I figure this out? You know? So anyways, (laughs) I, I took this energetic class with, um, with the teeth and it's literally different points in the scalp and the brain and the face that help, um, open up different pathways for your mouth and teeth and growth. And it also does go into different um, beliefs. You know, I worked a lot around beliefs about um, just using our mouth, using our voice, using our speech. What does that mean? Holding our teeth, holding our tongue, all of these things. Yeah. Yeah. Are you doing stuff with your mouth right now? Yeah. <laughs> it's you like, like concentrating. So, on your it's just so wild how it's all connected and the things that you like don't really think about. But then when you hear it, you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Everything literally is energy and you could shift it. Our minds are so powerful. <laughs> exactly. And having that knowledge, it's just, it's so mind blowing to me. And that's why I love it. And to see like true results in front of your eyes. Cause at first, I'm sure you're like, 
well, this is silly, but sure, let's give it a try. Why not? <laughs> How did that, um, at, like, what did you see happen with your son when you started practicing that with him? Yeah, so he definitely did have some, like, shifts and pops and stuff, like, in his jaw and his his facial features. We did end up doing Invisalign, but they said, like, with the mm-hmm. work and things that we had done, like, he was supposed to be in it for, I think, 24 months or 26 months. And he was like out of them in like 15 months. So I do feel like it definitely enhanced it and sped up the process. I'm sure it helped a lot too with like the pain of shifting teeth. That is no fun. Yeah. (laughs) That's so neat. What are, um, does that all the ones you wrote down? Two. I think there were two more. There's the facial and teeth reflexology. Yeah. So the facial reflexology, I learned this after foot reflexology, but I'm, I've studied with this woman in Spain and she is amazing. She studied with all these like neurosurgeons and doctors and the facial reflexology be, has all the reflex points in the face, just like the feet do, but she has targeted it it specifically to also incorporate resetting and like awakening the nerve points in your brain that correlate with different things. So I have found really big changes with that one. And she like has customized different protocols for like, you know, Alzheimer's or migraines or, you know, so it's kind of like using the same foundation of the technique, but then depending on what points we push on the face or in the scalp in the brain, um, that's the ones that help awaken, you know, whatever issue it is that you're working on. Amazing. Yeah. And then the color light therapy. The color light, that is also um, same instructor. And she it's like you can divide your, she has different color masks that you can put on your face, you know? So like this cheek area is like spleen, stomach, immune system, or, you know, if you want to work on liver, gallbladder, then it's green and it's, you know, in the temple area. So you can put on different masks to help um, that are actually colored to help enhance that. But then she's also formulated this light and it kind of looks like a little flashlight. But then you literally like trace and go over the body in the areas that correlate with those colors to help enhance those things. And then it also can go into emotion too, like, you know, like. I don't know when people say like, oh, they're depressed or they're like feeling blue or whatever. So then sometimes the different colors can help shift those things or anger. You know, if it's red, then you can kind of neutralize it with a green. So you kind of also, you know, can play into some of the emotions with the colors and and do kind of a multi multi healing in that way. That's so neat. Yeah. I didn't know that you had this whole toolbox of <laughs> all these different things. Um What are like your most favorites that um, either that you offer or they just kind of get incorporated naturally in your work that you do? I think that the body code is by far my most favorite. And I think it is. I think I love it because I never know what's going to show up either, literally, until we ask Mm, someone's body. I have no idea either. And so every session is like fun and new and amazing every time. And it keeps it, yeah, keeps it fresh and, and fun in that way. 
So when somebody books with you, do they book the specific service they want or do they book with you, you consult, and then you kind of decide what you think they need and incorporate different things? So when they book, a lot of times the bookings are word of mouth. And so sometimes they already know what they want to book. But I do have like a quick, quick chat, like book a quick chat with me. And I'm happy to like go over go over any of the modalities that, you know, might, might serve them better. Sometimes I'll even tell people like, look through the website and like, if something really jumps out at you book that one, mm-hmm. but then, you know, yeah, whatever they choose, idea. like, yeah, <laughs> say they choose reflexology <laughs> and I'm doing reflexology, then I might, as I work on people, sometimes I'll get other information. And so then I might like put in the notes, Hey, you know, if they do body code, check their liver or, you know, check this, or mm-hmm. I really notice these things. So if they don't come up in body code, it, you know, then let's ask it. Yeah. I love it. I first um, heard of Leslie through a friend of mine and she was starting to get into kind of wooey things. I knew her through like the young living community and she was like, you got to see my energy lady. She's amazing. And she was sharing stories with me about how like an allergy to mushrooms had come up or something like that. And she literally hadn't eaten mushrooms in so long because it would upset her and how that came up. And you're able to release the emotion that was causing the allergy to this food. And she's like, now I can eat it. It's totally fine. I was like, that's fucking crazy. How cool. And then she was also sharing, she would have like these anger fits with her husband. And so things would come up in session for her and, you know, you release some stuff and there was a situation with her husband where she would normally react in a certain way. And he noticed the difference of like, wait, you're not coming at me. What? Um, and so that kind of turned on the light bulb for her. Like, Oh yeah, we, you know, address some things in my body code session. And so then her husband started seeing you and she's like, you got to see her. It's so cool. So like when I first met you, you were just the energy lady to me. (laughs) Like I didn't know you any other way. And, um, yeah, I was just like really blown away my first session with you. And I don't really remember anything super specific. I know I was going through a really hard time, like in the start of a friend breakup. And I was really just like trying anything to kind of get out of that fog. And it was one of the things that really helped me, um, you know, start to heal from that. That was kind of my big focus. But I love that like you can show up. Uh, with an intention, if you have things going on that you'd like to address and try to, you know, um, dig into, or you could just show up and have no intention at all and just allow your body to take you where it needs to go. Um, and yeah, I think I was seeing you like maybe twice a year at most. And then the pandemic hit and of course we're all freaking out. So then I went to virtual sessions with you and last year, I was going through a really hard time with my in-laws and was like, I need a body code so bad. I can't breathe. This is terrible. Um, And ever since then, I've just, I am like, this is my therapy now. This is what I have to do. And so I see Leslie every month. Um, And the fun thing with that too, is we just ask my body when my body needs it each time. Um, And so I'll just schedule out whatever my body wants now. 
And it's been completely life-changing for me. Like I feel, especially seeing you regularly, I've been able to really notice huge differences instead of seeing you when I'm just like in crisis of things. Mm. Um, It definitely has helped, but I feel like my life has really unfolded this last year after seeing you every month and everything, like my goals and, you know, opening my business, everything that I was working towards or hoping and trying to call in really became clear and things started to show up. And I began to feel more confident and just feeling like more myself, the more we were digging deep down and releasing different emotions and different attachments. And, um, yeah, I really, I feel like it's changed my life. And I just, I had a session this last week and was telling you how, you know, like talk therapy is really great. I think this could be really great in conjunction with that if you do um, go to talk therapy. But for me with this, what what I love so much is that um, in talk therapy, like you kind of show up and you have an idea or, of what you want to try to talk about or accomplish. But with this, like things come up that you've completely forgotten about that are trapped that have been affecting you ever since the situation happened that you don't think really has been affecting you. And so these old traumas or old boyfriends or like these silly situations that seem so small have really been like blocking you in your future. And so with body code, it's like we go deep down into these places that your subconscious is still holding on to that maybe you wouldn't be aware of enough to even try to talk about and talk therapy. So that's also why I think it would be good in conjunction with if you are in talk therapy, too, because then you could be like, oh, I had no idea that this boyfriend when I was 16 years old was still like bugging me and this came up in the session. And so maybe I do need to talk about that and kind of break it down. Um, I just love it. And like I brag and I tell everyone about it all the time. And it's so great because I was seeing Leslie in Denver and now I live in Oregon. And so I just see her now uh, over the phone. We just talk once a month for about 45 minutes. And I just always feel so much better after. (laughs) So I have a question. So when this stuff comes up, are you, Leslie, just getting like an intuitive hit and then you're bringing it Mm -hmm. up? Good question. So sometimes when people talk, I actually do get intuitive things, but um, through the entire session, I'm muscle testing or using kinesiology um, to get the actual answer. So I'm just getting like a yes or a no or a stronger, a weak response to what we ask. So that's how I get the accurate answers is through muscle testing. Oh, so if you're not next to the person, are you doing it on yourself? Yes. So it's like, I can, so just like everything's like, we're all interconnected. I literally just take a, you know, I always take a moment of silence in the beginning, kind of like we did Mm -hmm. just now and, um, Mm -hmm. and connect with the other person and then, um, ask for their highest good and everything to show up in, in that way, their body knows exactly what they need. And then, um, then we, we go from there once we're connected. And I remember in person, there was like a program that you used that would had like a visual of the body and then the different lines going out to which uh, of the six main parts that you go into. Do you still work from that? Yes. Where it takes you like kind of down the rabbit hole of where things are trapped. Exactly. Yeah. So Dr. Brad, he created an app 
So I literally just follow the app. And so if it says go in here, I click on that and then see where it says to go next. And I just follow uh, the body's energy until we get to um, the root. I love it. It's, yeah. it's so still kind of hard to wrap your mind around, I guess, if you haven't done it. Like it's hard to understand for me. Could do you, you want to try like it? A quick example. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say yeah. maybe that would help to <laughs> like show people kind of what that looks like. <laughs> sure. Yeah, cool. I'd love to. Are you okay with that, Taylor? I am. Yeah, great. Okay. Sounds awesome. Um, so we'll just take a moment of silence here. Okay, cool. So we are connected. And I'm just going to ask your body, highest priority, where would your body like to take us? And your body is actually taking us to a misalignment. And it's bringing up something in your soft tissue. Okay, so we're going to go in there. And your body is taking us to a gland. Let's find out which one. This is taking us to your thymus gland. So this gland um, sits on top of the heart. Some common symptoms with this imbalance can be discomfort in your shoulder, uh, lower immune or healing responses, or autoimmune. And I'm just going to ask your body, why is thymus coming up for you? Is there an emotion in here that we could release? And your body does indicate there is something to release. Um, let me find it here. Is it pride? No. Shame? No. Shock. It is the emotion of shock. And your body indicates we need to know a little bit more information. So when we need to know more, I usually ask the age that it got trapped. Now, I'm not getting that it's current. Um, how old are you, Taylor, if you don't mind sharing? I think I'm 31. <laughs> Close I enough. I think you're 32. No, I think no? I'm 31. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to find out, is this 20 to 31? No. 10 to 20 is yes. 10 to 15? No. 15, 16, 17, age 17, shock. And your body says we still need to know more. So age 17, shock. Does anything come to mind for you? Uh, a lot of things <laughs> were going on when I was 17. Very traumatic time. Okay. So your body needs to place it with something. So sometimes I'll tell people like, if you don't feel like sharing it out loud, you can think it. Or if something comes to mind and you want to share it, then I'll just test it and see if that's what it's about. Um, I was like being kind of kicked out of the school that I was in. I was having a lot of social anxiety. I was switching to like an alternative school, um, having just like a lot on every level. Yeah. Yeah. Your body does say yes. I'm, I'm getting chills up and down my legs. Your body says, yes, mm -hmm. this is what this is about. And this, and this was a big deal. And sometimes I feel like, like when we think about it now, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I went through that, but like at 17, that's a big deal. And that's a big change. And your body's saying it's been affecting you and your thymus, um, since you were 17. And now that your body's placed it, I don't get, we need any more information. 
Are you ready to release it? Yes. Here we go. We're going to release shock out of your thymus gland. Good. And we'll just check. Is there anything else in your thymus gland your body would like to bring into balance? Your body says, yes, there's something else here. So let me find it. It is an emotion. This is the emotion of unworthy. Um, I don't get its current, but I also don't get we need to know more. It's kind of like your body already knows what this is about, and we're just going to let it go. Mm -hmm. So we're going to release unworthy out of your thymus. We'll just ask your body, any other emotion in your thymus gland? Your body says no. So we'll just ask, is your thymus gland happy now? And your body still says no. So we got to find out what else is going on with your thymus gland. And your body is taking us to an energy. Is this an allergy or intolerance? And it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, this is an idea allergy. I'm yeah. Full body chill. <laughs> <laughs> I like nipples are hard. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Idea allergy. I love this button. (laughs) So just like you can have an allergy to a food or have a food intolerance, you can also have an allergy to the idea of something. Okay. So we're going to try and find out. I use that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm allergic. I'm allergic. No, thanks. No, thanks. I'm allergic. (laughs) I'll pass. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so we're gonna ask your body what what are you allergic to? Okay, so I have to I'm gonna use this chart and find it. Mm -hmm. Is it something in column A? No. Column B? No. Your body's taking us to column C. An even row, is it C two? No. C four? No. C six. C six. Okay. So I'm gonna ask your body, is this something around curiosity? No. Something around contentment? No. Gratitude, no. Excitement, success. Wealth, your body's pulling up wealth. You're allergic to wealth. So I don't know if you consciously feel like that, but this is what your subconscious mind is saying. And something always creates these allergies. So we have to find out what created this for you. But this is literally like wealth is like coming at you and you're like, yeah, I'm allergic. So what (laughs) exactly, (laughs) right? Like what the... (laughs) So (laughs) what created this allergy for you? Is it an emotion? Your body does indicate it's an emotion. So we're going to find out which emotion it is. Is it failure? No. Helpless, hopeless. No. Lack, Lack of control is the emotion. Do we need to know about lack of control? Your body says we need a little more information. I don't get its current. So, uh, This is also 10 to 20, 10 to 15, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, age 19 timeframe. And we'll just ask, do we need to know more? Okay. And we don't, but lack of control, that time, like kind of that age, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of a big transition ish age for everybody, but 19 lack of control. And we're going to release lack of control. (sighs) Age 19 that created this idea allergy. Awesome. Okay, cool. And I'm just going to make sure 
anything else contribute to this idea allergy around wealth? No. So may we release the idea allergy? And your body says yes. So here we go. We're going to release this entire idea allergy surrounding wealth from your mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual body completely. Awesome. It's a whole new day, Taylor. Wild. <laughs> so cool. Okay. So, yeah, I'm just going to make sure because sometimes if you have, just like you can have the food okay. intolerance, you can also have the food um, or the idea intolerance. Let me just check that. Do you have an idea intolerance to wealth? And your body says no. And we'll just confirm is your thymus gland happy? And your body says yes. So we're going to align mm. and reset your thymus gland. <sighs> cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Cool. Crazy. Ooh, so many chills. Okay, I'm not going to lie. When we're talking about it, I'm like, kind of sounds like bullshit. But then, <laughs> right? But then doing it, it's like, okay, well, that I just had full body and chills feel the entire time mm -hmm. and was like trying to not cry. Uh -huh. And... I'm glad that's recorded. Too. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. really powerful. And imagine 45 minutes of that and like how much can come up and how mm -hmm. much your body releases. It's so powerful. And then she always ends in like helping you to integrate, you know, this new energy easily, um, you know, so that you feel really good. You get a time frame of like how long it'll take you to integrate and so that you just have like this idea of what you need to do and how to like continue to be gentle on yourself as your body's adjusting. Cause like we've released it, but your human body's still, you know, it's not gone through the time warp like the energy has. So your body has to kind of catch up to that energy. Cool. That's amazing. Magical. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Leslie, yeah. for that little glimpse. I have a session with you that I booked a long time ago that then something came up. So I have a gift certificate that I will. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Amber got it for <laughs> Got me, it for obviously. her birthday. And I'm like, have you booked it yet? Have you booked it yet? Have you booked it yet? <laughs> That's awesome. And you know what? People say that all the time. Or, oh, I referred so-and-so and they haven't. And it's just, it's exactly when you need it. Like when you come in, it's exactly, ex exactly what your body needed at that time. And mm -hmm. so it's all in perfect timing. Um, well, I hate to get to the end of this because this is so fun, but I know we're nearing on our time with you. And so just want to check with you to make sure, um, is there any last things that you would like to share before we go into our ending pieces of the podcast? Yes, I actually, I'm, I'm doing something new. I've not really announced it anywhere, but I do want to share that. Yeah, I'm going to be offering what's called the food codes, which is uh, taken from Lana Nelson's book called the food codes, but it's going to be using body code to test what foods are best for you to eat at this time. 
And then people oh can, gosh. yeah, people can have the option to do it seasonally because as the season changes, our foods can change and what our body needs can mm-hmm. change. And then I'm also going to incorporate like food intolerances, food allergies, but more so I want to focus on the beliefs that we carry around food and body image. Mm. So this, Love I don't, that. it's not on my site yet or anything, but um, this is something new that I'm going to be putting out there and offering soon. Oh, I can't wait. The world needs it. Yeah, that's exciting and so important. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, we always love to ask our guests two questions here at the end. Um, And our first one is, what is something that you do and just cannot live without for self-care for yourself? Mm. I love, love taking cleansing salt baths. Um, right now I'm using mm. dead sea salt and I like to just like scrub over my heart chakra and go through the, the energy centers of the body. Um, I also do regular just cleanses and, and fast throughout the year to just keep a pure vessel to work on other people. Yeah. I love that. I just won some bath salts at our gems show yesterday mm-hmm. that I'm excited. I've never thought to actually like use it to cleanse over like the different chakras and centers. I'm going to, I want to do that with this. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And then if you could ask, or if you could tell your younger self, whether that be your younger self when you were a child or your younger self yesterday, one thing, what would that be? Mm. I would love to tell her that it's safe to remember and that no matter how small you are, never hold back your light. Play big. Mm-hmm. Mm. Beautiful. Chills. Yeah. I love it. Um, speaking of light, I um, we like to do a card pull at the very end. And I had a feeling this would be the deck that we would use today. I have a deck called The Secret Language of Light. That I feel is very Leslie Herbal. Love it already. <laughs> so I'm just going to oops, give these a little quick shuffle. If you guys just want to take in some deep breaths and send energy to the deck. Okay. And I'm going to fan these out. Leslie, you tell me when to stop. Stop. Oh, I feel like it's this one actually. Okay. This card is called Soul Mating and it's very ethereal. There's a big giant heart at the top that's like golden, amber, yellow, and it's shining very bright and looks like um, kind of faintly in front of it a sword. And then there's a flower in the center and then a person. Um, in hands in prayer position over their head. And I will read what this card is. It's number 34, right? Mm-hmm. This says, embrace your soul to reveal a partner, a new encounter or deepening of an already existing union will profoundly change the way you perceive unconditional love. Chemistry between two people does not mean they are life partners. You can enter 
you have entered each other's lives to awaken, expand, and open your heart so wide that they may never close again. It may last for a moment, a season, or a lifetime. Time is not necessary to shift the cogs of your heart and feel the absolute ecstasy of you. A moment can open you to euphoria. The purpose of a soul relationship is to mirror your love and light and melt away any hard edges or walls you have built. Whatever is mirrored will intensify. Love and peace will feel bigger, but so will fear or pain. This reveals any wounds that hold us away from love so we can heal them to embrace more of the love we already recognize. That is really beautiful. I mean, for me, I'm like having a baby. So (laughs) definitely a new soulmate. Yeah. And I mean, and I totally agree. Like soulmates are not necessarily love partners, um, but of all different souls that we encounter in our lifetime and interesting too how it talks about bringing up different emotions and how it helps to melt away different emotions and help to reveal new ones as you have experiences with people so beautiful how does that feel for you Leslie yeah that was perfect I love it amazing so good um if people would like to find you or work with you Mm -hmm. do you do social media your website what's the best way people can contact you Uh, the best way would be my website it's herbalhealing.com and it's h-e-r-b-e-l healing.com if you do herbal with an a-l it's a pot shop in the springs so just so you know that (laughs) 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 a little bit different healing so so great yes (laughs) i love it um well um we're gonna leave you with some beautiful self-care advice here so drink some water move your body talk to the plants Mm. Mm -hmm. that's a good one i love it thank you so much for being with us today leslie we're eternally grateful um for all your healing energy and your love and your light that you brought here today so grateful thank you find us on tiktok and instagram at waking up the witch Please email us your witchy stories, ghost stories, corrections, and advice questions to wakingupthewitch at gmail.com. Love you. Love you.